0: to Luke chapter 1 and verse 28. This Christmas season, a lot of things come to mind that might not come to mind during the rest of the year. You hear about Mary a lot during this month. Uh, You don't hear a lot about her throughout the rest of the year too much. But, you know, there there are many thoughts on Mary. Mary as in the earthly mother of Jesus. And I'd like us to share a few thoughts on her tonight. You know, there's a song called Mary, Did You Know? I like that song. And there's a certain line to that song that I like that a lot of people do not agree with. But it's good and it's it's accurate and it's biblical and I like it. and And that line of the song is Mary, Did You Know? That your baby boy has come to make you new. This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Now, there's not a lot of people that would agree with that. That's right on. But there are many thoughts about Mary, many thoughts about Mary throughout the world. Throughout the world today, many thoughts esteem and elevate Mary to a position that is not hers, a position that does not exist, and it just isn't true. And, uh, you know, but others degrade Mary probably for that very reason of, other, of some people elevating her. She's degraded and, and her upright Christian testimony is neglected and not thought about and looked upon. So there's something to meditate on in the Word of God. About Mary, you know, concerning the the exalting thoughts on Mary, you know, some believe that she remained pure her entire life uh, and and that she only birthed Jesus uh, as her only child. But that's not true. We we find in Matthew chapter thirteen and verse fifty-five the very word of God that says, "Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary?" And his brethren, James and Joseph and Simon and Judas. And you find the same thing in Mark chapter 6 and verse 3 as well. It's wonderful that we have the word of God to take care of these things on these wrong thoughts, because there are many thoughts about, about Mary. Some are right. Many of them are wrong. You know, Mary has been thought of as sinless by some, you know, but the Bible says that Jesus is the one who knew no sin and that it was only he who knew no sin. There, there's no record of that about Mary at all. It's been declared by some that Mary was taken up body and soul to heaven. But the Bible never confirms this. And if, it's, and if you're not going to find it in the Bible, it's going to be something that came from man. And, and that never stands up against what the Word of God says. You know, Mary is only mentioned just a few times after the earthly ministry of Jesus in the Bible. And none of the occasions give any indication of such a thing that that she never had more children. The Bible disproves that and no indications that she was uh, ascended to heaven herself. Um, without seeing death or anything like that. You hear some things like that. These are some things that I've engaged in a conversation with people with recently. And it's something that just took my interest in a moment. And I want to share it with you tonight. And, and so let's look at this 28th verse of the first chapter of Luke, which has the angel speaking to Mary. And it says that the angel came in unto her, Mary, and said, Hail, Thou that art highly favored the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women that sounds like some some really divine stuff there all right let's look at the greeting by the angel in the beginning it says and the angel come in, came in unto her and said hail look this is pretty special this is this is Mary being visited by a messenger from heaven. This was an angelic appearing that came before Mary in her presence. This was a tremendous spiritual occasion when the angel came to her. But Mary is not the only person that's ever been approached and been in the presence of an angel. You know, in Acts chapter 5, an angel delivered the apostles out of prison and communicated them to go to the temple and to speak the words of life. In Acts chapter 10, an angel came to Cornelius. And Cornelius spoke with the angel, and the angel spoke with Cornelius as well. If you go down to Acts chapter 27, you will find that an angel spoke with Paul. OK, so Mary is not to be exalted above other Christians or any other human being for the fact that an angel came into her presence and spoke to her. It's, as a matter of fact, today we may not realize, but we entertain angels unaware sometime. It still happens to this day. So this is not something that is to be taken out of context and making her out to be something that she she wasn't. The apostles, Cornelius, Paul and Mary were visited by an angel. All of these visits were unexpected when the angel came upon them. And every single one of them, including Mary, they were obedient to the message that was brought to her and brought to them by the angel. You know, this was an amazing visit for Mary. An amazing visit indeed. But we see it doesn't exalt her above anybody else in any other Christians. But we not only see the greeting by an angel, We go on in this verse, and we see the grace of the Lord in this. It says, Thou that art highly favored. And later on, we're going to see that she's called blessed. I love going over to the Villas ministry on Thursday nights. We have such a good time over there. A lot of times we sing a cappella, and it just kind of connected with me tonight. We have a great time over there, and I walk in the door. And I go around and I ask everyone how they're doing. And at least one person says, I am blessed and highly favored. Man, it just makes me feel good when they say that. And you know what? It's true. God's people are blessed and highly favored. It says here, from the angel to Mary, that she is highly favored. And those women at the villas and those people at the villas that say that, they are absolutely right. And it's right about Mary here too. And it's saying a lot of the same thing, even though there are different events that take place in our life than what took place in Mary's life. But when it says, thou that art highly favored, this is speaking of her being a recipient of the grace of God. Is what it means. We're all recipients of God's grace. And the angel is telling her, God's grace has come upon you, Mary. This is about the grace of the Lord. God pursued Mary by His grace to be the woman to carry the Lord and be the earthly mother of Jesus. So Mary was expecting Jesus. By the grace of God. She was expecting His first coming in more than one way. Okay? She was expecting in one way and she was expecting the truth of the Messiah's coming into this world. She was expecting Jesus, you know every woman of the lineage of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the tribe of Judah and David, those women in that lineage, all of them when they were expecting a child, they were hoping that they would be the one to carry the Messiah, even women that didn 't understand the truth of it all, women in that day and time, they wanted to be the one to carry the Messiah. What a blessing that is what what a what a tremendous thing to be able to do for the Lord, and it could have been any of these women but but God chose Mary, and Mary was expecting Jesus in his first coming and 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 as i say that i hope you're expecting jesus too because his second coming is just as sure as his first coming that's already happened are you expecting him to come in the clouds again and get you sometime soon he's going to come when you... you're not expecting him to come tomorrow well he's going to come when you least expect it we don't know when it is but i hope you're expecting jesus in another way all of the promises that he made us in his word i hope you're expecting to see those in your life in whatever way God sees fit to bring them forth. So Mary was expecting Jesus, and, and, and I hope you're expecting Him. But, but anyway, there are a lot of thoughts on Mary about being highly favored. But this is simply the bestowing of the grace of the Lord upon the life of Mary for a work to be done. But we not only see the greeting by an angel and the grace of the Lord. As we continue, we see the guiding of God in this. It says the Lord is with thee. This miraculous conception and Mary being chosen for this, and this angel bringing this message to Mary, it blew her mind. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that moment in that time that she heard this and it was just far over her head and it blew her away? I can't imagine how she felt. Because this is a heavenly work that is being done through humanity. God does a lot of heavenly work through humanity. But what an amazing thing this was that was done and she was chosen for it and she has just received this news. And, and it says, the Lord is with thee. That's the same thing as, as us holding on to the promise that the Lord says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. The reason why she is told, the Lord is with thee, this is for encouragement and this is for comfort so she can have the confidence in what God has called her to do. This is something that God has started through Mary and He's going to be with her and He's going to help her through this. God began this work in Mary and He finished this work through Mary. Mary needed divine aid, okay, for the work that she was to do here. Just like you and I need divine aid. And we can take comfort and strength. And we can be encouraged by this very thing as well. In Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. It says, He that hath... Be- Being confident in this very thing, that He which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. We can have the encouragement that whatever God wants, He wants us all to do something. He has something for us to do. He has gifted us all to serve Him. And whatever He starts in us and calls us to, He will help us through it. He will take it to the finish And that's what we're to be doing until Jesus does come back in the air. We're expecting Jesus, right? And that's what we're to be doing. We're to be serving Him and knowing that He is with us. This was encouragement for Mary of the divine aid that she needed to carry out the work of the Lord. And as we go on, we see that the angel tells Mary, Blessed art thou among women, and in humility, if you 'll go down to forty eight Mary says, "For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed, call me blessed, and that 's true we 're doing it even right now i 'll tell you right now, man Mary was so blessed she it, it was a blessed thing. For her to be, able to be called to do the work that God had called her to do. Mary was very blessed. And we're to count all of our blessings. We're to understand we're deserving of none of our blessings. Uh, and we shouldn't get into the business of measuring and comparing blessings or anything of that nature. But this is the greatest blessing beyond salvation. I would think that a woman would be able to have in the Lord and called to do do. What a wonderful work that God gave her uh, for and for any Christian Christian woman. It would be a great thing. But it happened for this good homemaking everyday Christian woman. God chose this woman, Mary, and he did this work through her. And she said, look down in verse 38 at what she said after she was told these things. It says, Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. This is something that Mary had to do by faith. She had to trust the word of the Lord and this brand new news that came to her that she never knew about before and was brought to her. For her to be the one to carry Jesus. She was trusted. She trusted the Word of the Lord by faith. She was obedient to the Lord. And she was blessed. Okay? It's as simple as that. And so many people exalt the things that God used Mary for. To try to put her in a position she doesn't even belong in. But some people, as I said before, degrade her. And and it's something that's nonsense that shouldn't be done. Because Mary had a very special role to play. Mary was a, a very wonderful Christian woman. Mary was at the birth of Jesus, of course. And Mary was also at the crucifixion of Jesus. She's the only one that was in both places and there. She was the only one at both. As Jesus was dying on the cross... If I can say it this way, he took out time from dying to make sure that Mary was going to be taken care of. He assigned her to the Apostle John that he would take care of her. And the Word of God tells us that he did so. She need, she needed care and she needed to be taken care of. And Jesus made sure that happened. Mary was a wonderful Christian woman. You know, the Bible uses the word chaste three times, C-H-A-S-T-E, and every single time that... Of the three times that that is used, it's used in reference to a woman being pure and innocent and modest. You know, think about it a second. Mary was a fine and very upright Christian woman. Her calling was unexpected. And it wasn't very long there before hearing what the Word of God said for her to do, what the call was upon her life, that she was obedient to it, and she accepted it, and she took upon herself that work. She submitted to what the Lord asked her to do. She was ready to serve the Lord. And our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was born from her womb. The conception of the Holy Spirit... And the seed of a woman. No sin nature in Jesus. Jesus was perfectly sinless by the way God brought Him into this world. And He defeated death, hell, and the grave. And we have victory over sin in the Lord Jesus Christ because of this. He was sinless. See, the sin nature passes from the man. And there was no man involved in the miraculous conception of the Lord Jesus Christ. So He could defeat sin for us, where you and I would never be able to do anything like that, nor anyone else in the world. No one else has, even, has been sinless, not even Mary. Okay? Now, now there are some, there's some things for those that degrade Mary to a point she shouldn't be at. But concerning those that exalt her too much, going back to that, Mary was born of the seed of a woman and the seed of a man. The sin nature passes through the man, we say, and we understand. Mary's dad was Eli. And so Mary had... Just what you and I had. Mary had a sin nature. Mary, did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary needed a Savior. Just like you and I needed a Savior to save us from our sins. And Mary trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior by faith, just as you and I have. She had the very same need that we had. And praise God, she trusted in Jesus as Savior. And because of that sin nature, Mary died. And her body was buried and her soul went to heaven, just like what's going to happen for you and I. It's the, it's the same thing with her as all of our lives. There are many thoughts on Mary, but you know, we have God's thoughts. And God's thoughts are true. And they stand. You know, isn't it wonderful that, that we can have a time like this, that we've spent for the last month or so and, and should do all year, where Jesus Christ is exalted and He has first place. And there's no one above Him. He wants first place in your life. And how wonderful it is it that we have the Word of God where we can know the truth and He does have first place. You know, there, there was a song that came out many years ago. I believe it was in the 1940s. And it was called, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. That, that would have been beautiful. That would have been beautiful to have snow snow on, on what we celebrate as Christmas Day. You know, but, the, but something even better than that is to have a right Christmas. Aren't you glad we were able to have a right Christmas this month by the truth of our Lord Jesus Christ and the truth of His earthly mother? And We know what position everyone gets, and Jesus gets first place. He accepts nothing less than first place. He demands first place from all of our lives. I've talked to some people this month about being too busy, to really focus on, on what should be first place in our lives. And you know, the world is, is always trying to come in and to take us away from our focus on what's true and what's right and what should have first place. Is He first place in your life? Does He have your attention? Is He guiding you in your mannerisms and in everything that He would have you to do? Is He your focus right now? I pray that He is. We find this by the Word of God. Everything is reduced and He is exalted. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, will draw all men unto Me. Jesus Christ is to be exalted in your life. Salvation is only the beginning. And there's a sanctified life that He's drawing you to where He might be in first place, that He guides us away from sin. He guides us away from our temptations. And He's seen in our lives. I said during the announcements, one of the biggest things that impressed me was a casual Christian gathering and the difference I saw in people's lives. What a good time for us to just continue to keep on witnessing this truth about the miraculous birth of our Savior. And as, we, and as we go to the Lord in prayer about this, I don't know what the Lord may have on your heart. Maybe something that wasn't even said tonight. Maybe something going on that you need to give to the Lord. But nevertheless, He wants first place in your life. Maybe it's that very thing right there. That, that, that no other is above Him. And it is only Him. Him and you. Well, let us go to the Lord in a word of prayer. And we're going to have an invitation. and. Let him have his way in your heart tonight. Let us pray. Most kind and gracious Father, Lord, I thank you for a time that we could gather together. Lord, and have a, have a talk on your word, dear God. Father, that it might impress our hearts. And dear God, we pray for those that are confused in the world that do not know the truth, Lord. We pray that you would draw them by your truth to Jesus, that they might be saved. Dear God, there is a a lifelong work that you're doing in our lives. And may there be progression. May there be a step that is new and greater that someone will see that they need in their life tonight. Lord, may you have first place above any and above all in all of our lives. And I thank you that our Christmas cannot be corrupted by the lies of this world. But Lord, we can follow your truth and be blessed by your truth. Dear God, have your way in the people's hearts right now, and we beg this in Jesus' name. Amen.